Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, it's Monday, September 26th, kicking off another week here on Drive Time Lincoln. Welcome to the show. I'm your host for today's show, anyway, Doug Fitzgerald, filling in for the commander. He's going to be back again tomorrow, right, Johnny, for Twitter Tuesday. That's correct. And yep. It would uh, now let me ask you about Twitter Tuesday. Okay. Like, how involved are you in on the Twitter Tuesday? It depends. It depends on the week. Uh, when he started it, he was very much so active and finding the tweet of the week or tweet of the day, whatever he wants to call it. <laughs> I think it varies from time to time on what he ca- even calls it. And um, and like I think when he started, he almost intended on kind of basing the whole episode drive time around that tweet. Yeah. He's he's backed off a lot since then, uh, so then it depends on the week. Um, Does he get a little more fiery after you know after he hasn't been on the show for one or two or three episodes? Not necessarily, no? but uh, there's when he had when um, just a while back when he was gone on the Monday episode with other things going on, and he came back and we had Natalie Weeson yeah. and he thought he was very focused on that interview. He knew listenership was going to be high. And during the episode, like right before we were getting ready to start, he goes, oh, it's Twitter Tuesday. Johnny, can you find a tweet? <laughs> so then I'm scrolling through Twitter and all I'm finding are tweets from wrestlers or wrestling organizations or Jack Mitchell. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, what's going to be good for a drive time Lincoln tweet of the week? And I found one from a wrestling personality that I thought was inspirational, where Jack usually goes with more of kind of the humorous tweets. Um, And uh, the one I had, I I got some praise, so I was happy about that. There's other weeks where he asked me if I found a tweet of the week, and I said I didn't know I was supposed to. So it just depends (laughs) on the week. Well, um, I tell you what, he's going to be back again tomorrow. That's uh, Johnny Cadillac. That's his voice. He's our producer running everything behind the scenes, making it smooth. Um, let's start out with some good news, all right? How about the weekend for the Husker volleyball team? Man, they had a great weekend. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch it, but they had, you know, playing Ohio State, number seven, obviously Nebraska's number three. They went into five sets, won the last one by two. That was really cool. That was Saturday night. Michigan State game on um, Friday night, uh, Coach. Coach Cook won his 800th game, which is amazing. So he's a good friend of the show, and we just want to say congrats to Coach Cook and all the great uh, work he's doing there with the Husker volleyball team. All right, well, we had a couple more shootings in the Lincoln area over the weekend, uh, resulting in injuries, at least one death. It looks like they've caught the person that, uh, at least they are assuming, that uh, committed the murder in town. I went ahead, I, I got interested, so I thought, you know, I'm going to pull up the Lincoln Police Department's incident report for crime stats, just see what happened, what's happening citywide, to check out and see how things are going. Johnny, what do you think are the top three crime areas that have increased the most year-to-date over last year? Any ideas, thoughts? Seacrest uh, Field, I'd say, is one. Uh, well, types of crime. Oh, types of crime. Yeah. Um, theft. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Shootings, I feel like, has gone up, and I don't know. Number one is auto theft. Okay, yep. I was thinking of you know the catalytic converters and everything yep. even. And number two is arson, which I had no idea about. Um, I guess I'm, I'm not either paying attention or understand that. Number three is weapon offenses. Oh, there you go. So violent crime, though. Here's the interesting thing about violent crime. We're seeing it, and we're hearing a lot about it in the news, but it has actually gone down from last year. 
except for this weekend's weren't, you know, stats weren't included. So I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be ticking up. But property crimes across the board, property crimes have increased all across the city um, from anywhere between 13% all the way up to 39%. Auto theft number one, arson number two. And the third area is larceny from autos. So here's my whole point from bringing that up. Obviously, we're hearing a lot about this stuff. We hear, um, you know, from our police department, fire department, just protect yourself, right? Protect yourself and your property. Be aware. Be proactive. I want to encourage people to do that because even in our neighborhood, we still see people with garage doors left open as they're gone or as they're out and about. And then we wonder, why is there larceny going on? Why is there auto theft going on? Why is that so high? So we need to be proactive in that area. So just want to touch upon that just a little bit. All right. Well, a lot uh, regarding the education of our children and youth has been in the news over the past uh, couple of months, uh, actually the last year or so. Topics like curriculum, books that are questionable with content, sex ed standards, um, critical race theory, leadership directions of education, both local, state, and national levels, and so much more. And while all that is swirling around, I thought we'd bring in somebody who has followed his and his wife passion to be proactive in the educational development of their part of the world. Over a year ago, a new alternative school launched called Acton Academy, and Zach and Heidi Harson are the founders of what, in, and what intrigues me most about this school is they teach students to, number one, master their gifts, then belong, become lifelong learners, which is it's big for what the commander uh, really preaches about here is having critical thinking, uh, developing strong character, uh, treasuring economic, political, and religious freedom, and being a learner-driven peer-to-peer community. So I've asked Zach to come in, join us, just talk about the school, talk about maybe some of the events and, th- and things that are happening in the news in regards to education, and just get your perspective as you are developing. So Zach, um, this is not your first time on Drive Time, so welcome back to the show. It's an honor, as always. Well, hey, uh, let's go ahead and dig in here. Um, first of all, I just want to say, uh, we're going to open up the Rick Sign Recognition Hotline, so if any time throughout the show you want to call or text in, we'd love to have you do that, 402-479-1400. Now, we have a lot of different listeners at different times throughout Drive Time pop in. For those who don't know about Acton Academy and what the school is about, just give us a, a good overview of the, of the whole school program. Yeah, you did a great job there. Um, actually, on the way in, I heard Sean uh, on 1400 here, uh, Hannity, and he was actually talking about education as well. And uh, he gave the, the Latin meaning of education, uh, which is to bring forth from within. Uh, and I mm. think that's exactly what we're trying to do at Acton. We aren't trying to fill children's heads with facts and figures. Uh, we are trying to help them discover what we say is their world-changing genius, that gift that's within them um, that they simply need to discover, uh, curate, and grow throughout their time that they're with us. Um, and and genius for us means not your IQ, but simply what's that one thing that you do better than anyone in the world? Mm. And if that is um, changing light bulbs in, in the studio here, um, or being an electrician, or being on the radio, or being a doctor, or being a lawyer, or simply being a stay-at-home mom, um, and I don't mean simply there, uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, your, what, wife, your wife might have exactly. something to say about that. Uh, whatever that might be, um, how do you do that better than anyone in, in the world? And what were you put on this earth to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and let's let's spend the 13 years of your education um, curating that and learning about that and discovering those things. And then um, character and leadership and all of those other things coming along. And then behind that is the academics. Um, and so we believe if we can get you excited about doing real world things early, um, doing meaningful work early. Um, my daughter just wrote, spent four hours writing a resume so that she could come in and interview with me, um, for a job that we put out, 
Um, we posted jobs and, and she came in and interviewed with me today. Um, and she was excited to do that as a first grader and learned how to write mm-hmm. a resume, right? They're excited to do real work. What they're not excited about is all of these worksheets. And so we're just trying to flip that script. That's yep. all we're trying to do. Yep. Um, and we can unpack that here. Yeah. Um, but in, in a nutshell, we're just trying to flip that script and give them meaningful work for 13 years of their life. So what caused you, what was the impetus to actually have this whole idea of what, what alternative can we provide families for education? What started that with you and Heidi? Yeah, for my wife and I, um, it was actually pre-COVID. So, you know, really a, a lifetime ago for all of us, an entire world ago, right? right? right. Um, so if you can think back to, you know, February of 2020, and my wife and I were sitting there with our daughter um, preparing to send her to kindergarten, and, and we knew what we didn't want. We didn't really know what we wanted yet. Um, and what we didn't want was we didn't want our child to sit in a desk for eight hours a day. Um, We didn't want her to have 10 minute recesses as a five-year-old. And we didn't honestly want her being filled with facts and figures for 13 years from people that we didn't know. Um, And, and, potential hidden agendas that you talked about, right? right. Um, and, and we knew we didn't want those things, um, but we didn't know what we wanted. And then we discovered Acton and that it defined exactly what we were looking for. We were looking for meaningful time spent for that 13 years. We were looking for her to return, get an investment of that time that she was putting in um, and be an independent critical thinker in mm-hmm. the world. Um, and I think more than anything. We need truly independent, critical thinkers um, who can go out and that doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. What makes you a conspiracy theorist is just latching on to the next thing, right? And same thing with blindly following whatever is being put out in front of you. Mm-hmm. We have to critically think critically think through everything that's being presented to us. Um, and that's today, you know, and we're talking for 12 years down the road when she enters the real world. So how do we prepare her for that? And that's what we feel we found in Acton. So you started Acton. It's been a little over a year and a half ago, right? Yep. Tell us about the growth of it. I know you started before you actually intended to because of the need or you know, at least the demand for parents wanting this type of education for their child. Yeah. So we, we should have opened just over a year ago, last, like in August. So should have been one year. Um, and we're coming up on two years now. We rushed our opening and opened November uh, of 2020. So, you know, kind of right in the middle of COVID um, and did so on purpose. We wanted an alternative um, for families. Uh, and we knew we were launching. We we're starting to have these conversations. And that's when kind of the world was still shutting down and so much uncertainty with education and what's it going to be? Is it going to be virtual? Is it going to be masks? Is it gonna, whatever? Um, and so we said, well, let's figure out what we need to do to open our doors. Um, and so my wife and I um, just started praying. We started looking for a location. We started looking for staff uh, and and just put one foot in front of the other, stepping out in faith. Um, and each of those pieces just fell into place. Uh, and so how do you say no at that point? How do you say, well, we really wanted to wait, God, so we're just going to sit around and wait on our hands. Uh, instead, we kept stepping out in faith and, and kept moving forward. And uh everything fell into place. And so we started with exactly what we needed to pay the bills, which was six students. Uh, and we quickly, within six weeks, we jumped to 14 and we outgrew our space, this tiny little space that we had started in. Uh, and so we said, okay, now we're planning for the fall. And this was our soft open. We're going to keep going with these families that, that have joined us early as our founding families. Uh, and we're going to build this thing. And so um, last August, we jumped to 55 learners. And right now we're sitting at um, just shy of 80. Um, and our looking at what does next year look like for us as far as space or a second location or other things um, because we don't see it slowing down. What grade levels and ages does that encompass? Uh, that's 
pre-K uh, all the way up through 12th grade. So we actually graduated a, a senior last year, uh, and she joined us for her senior year. Um, she had seen the change in her seventh grade brother hmm. um, and said, I don't really want to go back to the environment that I was in for these last 12 years for my final year. I want to come to Acton and make an impact um, and start working on things in the real world. Uh, and we actually hired her back to come back really? as a guide. Yeah. So we just hired her on as a part-time guide um, for guide for us, meaning teacher. Um, we don't have teachers. We have guides. And so she's she's uh, working as a part-time teacher for us um, and getting to impact uh, our learners each and every day. It is 519. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIM. We're talking with Zach Harson, co-founder of Acton Academy here in Lincoln, a new alternative school based in Lincoln for grade school, middle school, and high school now. I didn't realize that. Uh, if you do have a question or comment for Zach, you can call the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, or you can text us as well at 402-479-1400. Zach, I want to go back to this whole idea you just shared. Um, you don't have teachers, you have guides. Explain that. Yeah, so uh, this goes back to the critical thinking. This goes back to independent thinking and an independent lifelong learner. Um, and Doug, today, um, when you want to up your skills, um, do you go sit in a lecture hall and listen to somebody talk about being a DJ who's never been a DJ before? No. Nope. Okay, what do you do? Pull up YouTube, it. you go do the learning myself, right? right. Yeah. And so, actually do the action action of it, practice it, exactly. develop it. Yep. So that's what we're doing. Um, so we don't need teachers, which is why I'm able to hire somebody that just graduated from high yeah. school to come back because she's a guide. She's there to guide you on your journey, um, help you uncover the resources that are already available, right? We see it every single day on, on social media that... Um, you know, a Harvard degree is simply a piece of paper at this point. Everything that you're learning in that Harvard degree can be found on the Internet, right? right. Can be found on Google and YouTube. Um, and so what we're trying to do is create lifelong learners that know how to answer the problem for themselves. Um, and so they are Socratic. They can't answer questions. I actually count the guides, the guides. I actually count how many questions they answer every single week and they're held accountable for answering as few questions as possible. Um, so last week, as an entire school, my staff of eight answered 14 questions, wow. including how is your day? So we go all the way to that. And it's not to be mean. It's to help point them back to their fellow travelers and help them understand that we want you to be with your peers and to learn and to find the answers around you with the resources you have in the room. Um, and so... Uh, how that's set up is everything in the room is different, right? We have adaptive game-based software that allows them to move at their own pace for core skills for things like English and math. Mm -hmm. um, we don't need a teacher in front of the room lecturing and moving the class together all at the same pace. So they can move at the same pace. Last year in the same room, we had a first grader working on fourth grade English, and we had a third grader who was working on first grade. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter to me because you're moving at the same pace and you're progressing. That's all I care about. Um, they're working on Socratic discussions every single day, critical thinking, like we talked right. about, um, the ability to, to craft a, a well-crafted argument, stand for that thing that you're that you're arguing for, and then also respectfully disagree from the person that's sitting mm. across from me because we have to so be able to important. have dialogue, yes. right? We can't just do this silo conversation and he, and just hear back what I want to hear. Right. Um, 
hands-on real-world projects, which I know that oh, you yeah, were going to talk about that. and dig Absolutely. into in a little bit. Um, and then so intriguing. By the way, follow him on Facebook, Acton Academy Lincoln. I tell you what, it's so amazing to watch what you guys are doing. Thank so, you. It, yeah. From an activity standpoint, yeah. we'll dig into that later. Yeah. But. And then life-changing uh, apprenticeships. So starting in middle school um, up through high school, they will graduate with anywhere from 10 to 15 real-world apprenticeships and internships. So what does, before we uh, take a break here, what does an average day look like? <laughs> for me or for for the heroes um for me it's running around um and and it's a lot of fun um but it's uh it's everything from interviewing heroes for those jobs that i talked about today to first aid um to you know it's it's the same as anyone that's listening that owns their own business mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing yeah. right and so i'm wearing all the hats every single day um for our heroes it is putting them in the driver's seat of their education um and giving them the keys and saying go as fast as you can go discover go have fun make this meaningful and do hard work whether you are five years old or 15 years old, let's do hard work that matters in the real world. Yeah. You have a business fair coming up. We're going to talk about in the sec that in the second half of the show. Um, you do have your heroes, though, spend a lot of time outside. Why is that important? Yeah. So heroes, um, just for those that don't know, uh, heroes meaning uh, our students. We yeah. just call them heroes or learners. Um, our lexicon matters. Outdoor is extremely important. Yeah. Um, it's important for so many reasons from our health. Um, to in our immunity, right? To just being a child and getting to be a kid in nature yeah. and get to explore and scrape my knees and climb and just learn all the things that nature has to teach us that we have sanitized and scrubbed from childhood. Yeah. All right, we're going to dig into more of the activities that you do. You have a business fair um, coming up fairly soon. You've also got another cool activity with uh, they are going to talk about a little murder mystery type thing. So we'll get into that here in the second half of the show. It's 525. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln. It's 528, 76. We haven't even talked about the weather yet. 76, it's nice out. It, I tell you, all week's going to be beautiful. This is the two weeks in the fall that you get that are really nice before it starts getting probably really cold. So. Did you see when you looked at 76 degrees, did you see what it feels like? Jack always likes to say the temperature and then what it feels like, All even right, if it's let me, the same. Oh, it feels like 76. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, anyway, um, we have Zach Harson here, um, co-founder of Acton Academy. Zach, we had a, a caller call in asking just to, for you to spell out Acton. They were interested and they want to get more information. Let's go ahead and do that now for them. Yeah, Acton, like Lord Acton, if you really want to dive deep into the into the back meaning. But uh, A-C-T. O N, um, and you can find us at actonacademylincoln.com. Awesome. We're going to have Zach in the second half of the show. We're going to talk more about the activities that they do. They've got a business fair coming up and a murder mystery we want to learn about. So stick around for that. Quick check of Husker Sports. The football team is going to be taking on Indiana with kickoff at 6.30 pregame starting at 2.30. You can hear all of that right here on KLN and then the Husker volleyball team. Third rated in the country, heading over to New Jersey. They're going to take on Rutgers for their next match coming up Friday. You can also hear that game on Friday here on KLIM pregame starting at 6.30 with the first serve at 7. All right, uh, Oktoberfest is coming, uh, chilling down. Weather's going to be great October 8th from 5 to 11. You can go to the shops at Piedmont. KLIN's participating in that, so you can go to get more information and to get a checkout discount by going to KLIN.com for the Piedmont Oktoberfest. Again, 
again in the second half of the show, we're going to be continuing our conversation with Zach Harson from Acton Academy. Up next, you're going to hear from Fox News, then Tom Stanton with KLIN News. This is KLIN on 1499. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you for joining us uh, on your drive home today. We appreciate it. It's 537, 77, and feels like 76, Johnny. We just we just bumped a little warmer and feeling a little colder. So uh, here in Lincoln, I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander. Jack will be back again tomorrow. I know um, Jack has had in, actually the last few weeks, Matt Anderson from the Branch Dope Observatory has been in a couple of times two or three times and you just had a uh, text from him about a big event that you were talking about in the last show he was on yeah i did he uh so on thursday he was here in studio um advertising for branch oak observatory starbecue that they have going on their annual event it sounded like so much fun i really wish i could have made it but i had prior obligations Anyway, he texted me to report that they had 1,200 people show That's up amazing. for the event. That is amazing. So, And uh, I want to encourage people to check it out, uh, Branch Oak Observatory. Go to their website. Um, they've got just great events going on, but what a treasure in town to be able to go out there and be able to see the night sky. We're fortunate where we live on the east side of town where we can kind of see the stars, but, man, being out there in the middle of... Uh, the country and be able to see is pretty cool. So. As a former event planner, my brain automatically goes to the parking of 1,200 cars. <laughs> exactly, in the middle, at, of, the, in the middle at, of the country. At Holmes Lake. No, at Holmes Lake at the observatory. How do you oh, get there. 1,200 people? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, Branch Elk is awesome. So the voice you're hearing there is Zach Harson from Acton Academy, co-founder with his wife, uh, Heidi. We've been talking about the school and the impact that you've been making, by the way, if you want to call in or text, like we've already been having callers and text in, uh, you can uh, do that at the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Now, Zach, I want to um, talk about some of the issues that are going on over the past several months. Uh, we've seen a surge in concern from parents you know, regarding graphic nature of some books that have been available to students in public schools, um, specifically the teaching and promotion of sexuality and sexual acts, and where some uh, feel that there is an intentional or maybe an underground agenda being pushed on their children and youth now regarding sexuality gender identity um, that type of thing what are your thoughts regarding this as as the co-founder of another um, alternative school here in town yeah so let me preface this uh, by saying i'm speaking for myself Um, i'm speaking for myself as a independent business owner um, and who's trying to provide uh, an alternative option so um, there are a lot of ways that i think that 
parents can and should be involved in um, the raising and rearing of their of their children, right? Um, and and also advocating for them. And so um, I have friends that uh, attend every single school board meeting. I have t- friends that have ran for school board. Um, there are a lot of ways to get involved and to change things when you don't like what you're seeing. Right. For my wife and I, that was starting an alternative option um, that would provide that alternative. Um, And so for us at Acton, we simply say that we are here and we will not come between you and your child. I believe in the sanctity of a parent-child relationship. And I am not here, as I said in the first half, Mm -hmm. with other things. I am not here to fill your child's head with facts and figures, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, I am here to help them critically think and to ask hard questions um, and to say, is what's being presented to me and in front of me, is this is this real? Is this truth? Um, and how does this compare to history, right? And, and right. everything that came before it. Um, and I think that that's really vital for us in this day and age is to say um, societies and cultures that have have done this, done X, what happened 10 years, 20 years, 30 years later, right? What was the outcome of that and what can we learn from that? And so that's how we try to approach all of these hot topics is to look at history um, and then also to say, is this something that I would want um, to come between a child and a parent on? And for this, it's absolutely not. Um, and so uh, I think that um, it's it's just vital that parents find how they can get involved here um, and, and advocating for their child. So how, you know, what level can parents... And do parents get involved at Acton? At Acton, um, I always say that our number one customer is the child, um, and closely behind them is the paying parent. Um, and so um, we are here um, to to serve our customer, right? And so we actually take um, regular surveys. Um, every single session, we send out a parent and a, and a learner survey. We want to hear from parents, right? Um, I think that that's something that, um, quite frankly, traditional schools could learn from is truly listening to parents. Mm-hmm. Um, true, not just giving lip service to that, not just giving them five minutes at school boards, but truly listening to what are they asking. Asking. Um, and I don't think that it's too crazy to ask that I have a say in my child's education, whether right. that be public, private, um, or any alternative education. I believe that parents should have that say. On the flip side of that, right, because of your size, it lends itself more to direct communication where maybe in a larger school system that wouldn't be. I'm assuming your your communication's pretty pretty tight with your parents right now and students right now. How do you keep that then as you grow? Like how do you develop that and and continue to allow that to be an opportunity yeah, uh, for parents? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're you're growing right now. I yep. mean, you're you've got you've got you're talking about already being almost to full level for next next year's um sessions. So, yeah. how do you keep that? Yeah, I think that it's just um building a culture that that really cares and really wants to hear that, whether that's my staff and myself and my wife and, and welcoming um, feedback, um, but also parents that want to be involved and be involved in the right way, right? Not believing that I'm always right, not believing that I always have the answer, um, but raising questions and then, and then waiting for that response, um, and, and ad, and allowing your, your child to also be the advocate. And that's what we're big on too, is allowing the child to be the advocate. But, you know, just real quick to pull this to the Huskers, look at what they're doing with their stadium expansion, right? If you want to say scale, they really, they rolled out that um, survey and Trev Alberts right. mentioned that last week when they were talking about 
doing the the changes. Some of that data that came back to them, he said, was glaring, was right. his quote. And so they're listening. I I do believe that you have the ability, if you desire to, right. to listen to those that you're serving. Um, it just has to come from a servant standpoint and a servant heart um, and want to really serve those families that that are coming to you for for that service. Right. All right. So you've got a lot of activities that you have going on that I love to see because you're you're creating this whole thought process of critical thinking, entrepreneurship, um, taking ownership of your own life and working with other people. Let's talk about some of those things you have going on. You have an escape room murder mystery and that intrigued me. Like I got on your website or excuse me, your Facebook page and was watching. Explain that to me and how does that fit into what you're doing with the school, you know, with your school. Yeah. So we mentioned in the first half that uh, a huge part of Acton is real world projects with a, with a real world outcome, right? We want to provide our heroes, whether they are five years old or 15 years old with real work that matters to them. And so, um, I went to our middle school, high school guide and I said, I want to do this for the first session. I want them to create an escape room. And, um, halfway through, I will come in and I will basically Shark Tank style will decide, do they have a minimum viable product? And if they do, they get to take it to market. Um, mm-hmm. And by market, I mean they get to publicly market this using our social media and our email list and all of those things. And they get to invite people in to spend real money on this escape room of theirs that they have created from scratch. They have a budget to use. They have to come up with all of the puzzles. They have to come up with the storyline. They have to build the room all of it. They have to market it. Um, I met for two hours with um, a couple of our learners today and walked them through Facebook advertising and all of that. Uh, and so they do all of the back end, and then they get to collect real money and any profit they have, they get to spend buying whatever they want for their studio. So I think the leading um, idea right now is a mini fridge um, so that they can <laughs> have their their own drinks um, in there throughout the day. Um, but they get to do that and it matters to them and they're excited. And a lot of those learners are coming from other settings and getting to experience this for the first time um, and have just completely latched on to this idea of getting to do a real project that matters. I couldn't imagine uh, being a student in a situation like that when I was a kid, how excited I would be. Like, what is it like for them? Because that's got to, like, open up their mind. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard because because those those learners in that middle school and high school are coming from other settings where this hasn't been the case. Right. Um, and so for the first time, they're being said, as any good manager would, right? When you think of good managers that you've had in your life, what do they do? They trust you and they say, here's the work I need go do it and I'm going to get out of your way. And that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And say, you either prove to me that you you earn this trust, right? Or you fail and we learn from it. Um, And so they've self-assigned. They've got a manager who's managing the whole project. They have their marketing team. They have their person that I'm taking to Goodwill tomorrow so he can go buy all the supplies. Um, They have people that are coming up with the puzzles. They have their best writer is writing the storyline. So they've they've delved all that work out and they're going right to it. So my now my my mind, my adult mind goes to you and your guides. You have to put a lot more work into this then. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not the same thing every day, every month, no, next year. Yep. And so um so this is happening at all ages, right? This isn't just our adventure studio, but this is the example we latched onto, but another example real quick for you is um I had a hero come to me the other day and he said I want to start riding my bike to school. I said, great. I said, but we don't have a bike rack. I said, 
Let's solve that problem. So go research, find three different bike racks for me. You bring those back to me. We'll look through them. I want three things from you. I want the price. You have a $75 budget. I want customer reviews and I want what is it going to take for us to install it? So you bring that back to me. We'll decide through those three options. And then when it shows up, your or when it's time to order, you're going to order it with my credit card that I have specifically for these kinds of projects. And then when it shows up, you're going to install it. And guess what? He rode his bike today, oh. happier than a lark. <laughs> and he had, he got two other heroes to help him on Friday and he assembled that entire bike rack and they were running out of time. And I, I said, you know, you guys need to make it to your clothes. Are you going to have enough time? And he said, I want to make sure it's ready so that I can ride my bike on Monday. Mm. And you should have seen that smile. Like those things matter right. and they're excited. And think about all the lessons he just learned right. in that one little project. Now, how much easier could it, would it have been for me to just hit order on Amazon, right. install it, do all of it. Right. Um, but, we have to do that, whether it's as parents or educators, we have to be willing to do those things and l let loose the reins so that our children can learn real things. It's 548. We're talking with Zach Harson, co-founder of Acton Academy on 1499.3 KLIM. All right, Zach, I'm a, you know this, I'm a huge believer in encouraging people, including youth, to think about being an entrepreneur and creating multiple streams of income. I know uh, you're a big proponent of that as well. You have been part of the Lincoln Children's business fair for a couple of years now um, and you've got uh, another one coming up tell us about the fair you know what's involved for um, the heroes uh, going through the process uh, and then what's the ultimate out outcome that you're looking for Yep. So building right off what we just talked about. Um, so next session, we run in four to six week sessions. So next session, the entire school will be focused on entrepreneurship. And so that will be their big project. Uh, and so from my daughter, who's one of our youngest uh, at five years old, um, all the way up to our sophomore in high school, they will be building some sort of um, business with a product or a service uh, that they can s then sell for real money at a one day pop up shop. We run this twice a year. Um, we don't always do the big, you know, quest and project around it within school, um, but we run this twice a year, and this is open to the public as well. Um, and so we've averaged anywhere from about fifty to sixty-five youth-run businesses. Um, I think last year we had just over a hundred youth entrepreneurs across those, you know, sixty uh, businesses, and and they're selling everything from fresh-squeezed lemonade to, um, you know, grandma's recipe of cookies to real um, crafts and real products that they have created. And, and made. Um, I think we had one um, one young gal last year that was selling plants that she had to start, you know, planting like mm, eight weeks mm, ahead, and yeah. she had a plant sale and sold out. Um, and so uh, our entire session will be focused on that. Um, and so they'll be creating those businesses. They'll be learning about budgets. They'll be learning about marketing. Um, they'll be learning about profit margin um, and all those sorts of things. And then it culminates with that one day pop up shop. That again, like I said. Whether you are um, attending public school, homeschool, whatever, um, your children are welcome to apply for booths as well. What I love about that is once you're that invested in a process like that, you realize that it's not just about you. In other words, you know, if you go to your job, you go to your work, you own a, a company, a lot of people think, man, I'm just here to earn my income. But yet there may be 5, 10, 50, 100, 200, 500 people working around you who have lives as well. And if you're not doing your part, 
they're not going to be serviced and their family's not going to be taken care of as well. Like we're all working together and you can understand the respect of a business owner. If you're going to be an employee, that business owners have a lot of things that they have to deal with to put food on your table. You know what I'm saying? To provide. And I think that opportunity gives them a chance to see all the different perspectives that go on through a process like that. Absolutely. And I say, you know, I actually get this question often, like you guys are so entrepreneurial focused. Do you really expect everyone to be an entrepreneur? And I say, absolutely not. True entrepreneurship is like, you know, 1% of the population, right? But how much better of an employee are you if you understand everything it takes and you think through your job from the lens of that business owner? How can I be a better employee? How can I do my job better to better help this company? So when is the business fair this year? Oh man, now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, November 12th. Um, We're actually going late. Uh, and we're doing it so that it can be more of a holiday themed oh, cool. one so you can come and buy presents. So, All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes left in this segment. What are you most proud of as you look past uh, over the past year and a half? Um, I am most proud of um, it's going to kind of sound weird, but. My wife read me this quote from Sir Ken Robinson the other day, um, big, huge advocate of alternative education. And uh, 98% of kindergartners enter kindergarten with genius levels in divergent thinking. Hmm. So divergent thinking, right? Being able to think outside the box, being able to solve problems, being able to look at things in a different way, in a different light. By five years into school, that has dropped by 50%. Mm. I think I'm most proud of the fact that we are doing something different, not to um, kick dirt on anyone else, uh, but we are doing something different that allows that stat to stay true. And we're trying to keep 98% of fifth grade or of kindergartners all the way through being able to be at genius levels of divergent thinking, Mm. critical thinking, being able to think for myself and solve real world problems. Um, And whether we're doing that for, you know, 25 heroes or we're doing that for 77, like we are now or down the road, we're doing it for 200 plus um, being able to say that and make that generational impact, which you know is big for me um, is something to be proud of. I think. Absolutely. Well, good work. Uh, You're just simply providing an alternative for people to to look at and consider. And so how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Yeah, actonacademylincoln.com, A-C-T-O-N, academylincoln.com. All right. And then Facebook, too. Check them out at Actum Academy Lincoln on Facebook. You provide all this cool pictures of all your activities, what you're doing inside, outside, uh, all the events you have putting on. I just love watching. It's like a story every day of what's happening. So, Zach, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Always an honor. Thank you, Doug. All right. uh, Zach Harson from Actum Academy. Uh, If you didn't uh, check out the first part of the episode uh, of the show, just check us out on KLN.com for that podcast. It's 5.54, and we're going to take our final break before we wrap things up. You are listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499 3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 3 KLIN.
Well, at 558, currently 77 degrees in Lincoln, feels like 78. John, it just keeps bouncing back and forth. So and now you got me hooked on the feels like. So now I know it, I know the addiction that, Kat, that the commander has. Oh, he loves it. He absolutely loves it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon on your drive home. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. The commander's going to be back again tomorrow. Um, let's look at uh, Husker sports because we have some activity going on this week you need to be aware of. Husker football's back on the field this Saturday taking on Indiana. The kickoff's going to be at 630. Pre-game will start at 230 on Saturday right here on KLIN. Uh, and then um, this is going to be a short week next week because we have a rare Friday night game with Rutgers on October 7th. Husker volleyball team, they're going to be uh, heading out to New Jersey taking on Rutgers for their next match coming up on Friday. You can hear that match right here on KLIN. Pre-game is going to start at 630. First serve. Uh, starting at 7. I wanted to mention our show, uh, One Shot, One Life, on the weekend. We had a great uh, guest come in, Paul Yates from I've Got a Name. We had him on Drive Time Lincoln a couple of weeks ago talking about sex trafficking here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, you wouldn't think it, but 200 girls in Lincoln and 900 in the state of Nebraska are sold for sex every month. Check that interview out. Go to KLIN.com. Go to the podcast section. And then join the show, One Shot, One Life, every Saturday morning at 11. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today on Drive Time Lincoln. want to thank our guest today, Zach Harson, for coming on in. I also want to thank Johnny Cadillac. Sports Nightly is up next. You've been listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Have a great night, everyone.